Uh, crap. Sorry, I had to take a break. Somebody came no, in. No, it's, um, it's good. Hang on. For some reason, the thing was not wanting to record. I had clicked record, but it was not actually recording. So, um, oh, no. We might need to, go have to restart. Yeah, we're going to have to go back and restart for that little bit. I'm sorry about that. Sounds good. No, it's no problem. All right. Well, um, now that we know that we're actually recording, <laughs> let me be. Hello, everybody. Welcome to GNA, A Scale of Everything, episode nine or 10 or whatever episode this is. Um, I, I, honestly, I don't remember. We, we've done many of them and we'll keep them coming. So it doesn't really matter, does it? Like I said, you know, one of the previous episodes, unfortunately, Andrew had to leave, so I'm here. But as also stated in that episode, I am super excited because we have some guests here with us. And so, everybody, please welcome Michaela. Hi. So this episode, we have some really fun conversation planned, and I think we should just jump right to it. Sounds good. So this episode, um, what we decided to do is something we haven't done is we're going to, each of us have picked a series of books or movies. I think they're both books and I know her series was turned into movies. I don't know about mine. Um, I picked the Giver series. It's the Giver Quartet. And then Michaela has picked. It's the first book is called To All the Boys I've Loved Before, but the other ones don't have a specific name that follows through, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. So what we're going to be doing is we're going to be trying to fully explain this series that we've picked to the other person. So I'll be trying to explain the Giver fully in depth, like the whole series, and then she'll be trying to explain to all the boys I've loved before so and no 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 I had no choice in in the series she picked so (laughs) (laughs) um but like I said neither of us have seen movies or read books from the other person's series so neither of us has any idea anything about the other person's series so um I guess who wants to start do you want to start you want me to start I'm good either way. Well, let's see. The audience has already had to listen to me talk for like three minutes, two minutes, I don't know, several minutes. So you you want to start. Okay. So there's three books total. The first one's To All the Boys I Love You For. Second one is P.S. I Still Love You. And the third one is, um, shoot, I forgot the name of the third one. One second. The third one is Always and Forever, Lara Jean, which is the name of the main character. Basically, the books are about um, this girl named Lara Jean, obviously. What a surprise. (laughs) Yeah, what a big surprise. It starts off with her, I believe, in her junior year of high school. So the first book's when she's in her junior year. 
second one is in her senior year, and her third book is when she's ready to go off to college. So it's a so it's a modern series. It's based like in this in the time period we're in. Is it? Yeah, it's like a modern series. So it's okay. very. It tries to apply to like what someone could be going through, but couldn't imagine to go through it in a way. Okay. But it centers on these letters that she writes when she's a kid. Um, so basically whenever she ends up liking someone, she'll write like a letter to them about how she feels and it kind of helps her get over that person in a sense. But she decided to keep them all in like a basket in her room. Um, like, but she had them all addressed and everything, which is actually kind of really dumb, but she did that. And so one day when she's arguing with one of her little sisters, her sister actually sends out her letters to all the people that she had written to originally. Oh, gosh. And so, yeah, so the whole story takes place and is kind of centered around her sister and sending out all of her super embarrassing letters. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Sounds like what would happen if somebody got a hold of like, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Like a diary or yeah, something. Yeah, except I don't a have journal. a journal. I think. Yeah. <laughs> There's or like three poems I wrote just... in high school. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like something like that. Just something super personal and like you wouldn't want anyone to ever see or hmm. read. But um, it's actually interesting because in the movie, they portrayed it as her sister's trying to help her sister, her younger sister's trying to help her older sister like have a better and more interesting like life but in the book she sends it purely because they had an argument which is kind hmm. of interesting knowing younger but siblings they, knowing younger siblings i'm yes, more like the for first. sure <laughs> yeah and so it starts off with that but the awkward part about it is Lara Jean's older sister Margot, her boyfriend is actually one of the people who has received a letter and so that hmm. was a big point of conflict in a sense. Um, he's like the next door neighbor too. So it's kind of like that guy next door kind of feel. So, um, so her boyfriend also gets one of the letters? No, her sister's boyfriend. Oh. Yeah. Makes it super complicated, but basically her sister goes off to college, breaks up with him. And then he receives a letter from her younger sister, Lara about all her feelings or whatever and he thinks it's present day because she sent it then but Hmm. it isn't present day and so he's the first person that she actually has to confront that and talk to about it which Hmm. is embarrassing if you can imagine um yeah yeah and then after that there's also her childhood crush, I say, uh, Peter. Now, Peter has... Okay, is it just me, or is it just, like, <laughs> in these series, the, the generic guy's name has got to be, like, Peter or something like that? Yes, it's, like, like Peter, Luke, something just, like, super basic. And yes. I know that sounds, like, no offense to anyone with those names, but, like, just something very, like, like one syllable, easy to say. Yeah, like we should go back to series like, I don't know, what was what's someone like, inter- like Lord of the Rings, they got interesting names, or if we're going more modern, like, yeah. you know, The Hunger Games, right, like, it has some like cool names, but like, 
yeah, you know, like Narnia or whatever, and you got Susan, Lucy, Peter. You mm-hmm, know. Right. Yeah. So many like super generic names. It's crazy. Like, choose a name that stands out so that way people will remember it better. Like, oh, Peter from this book or Peter from that book, kind of thing. What do you but, mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if oh, someone's talking it. about it. Yeah, I got what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> but basically, he was someone that she used to like when she was younger and then he gets his letter but for him he's already having problems with his current girlfriend because she basically um broke up with him to get with a college guy or whatever so that happened and so he wanted to find a way to um kind of show her that he's over her and so when he received a letter he asked Lara Jean if they could start fake dating. Oh gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> complicated. But complicated, awkward at times, just great. Um the, the plot thickens. <laughs> oh yeah, the plot thickens for sure. But basically that happens. And so because Lara's embarrassed that her older sister's boyfriend got one. She agrees to it because she doesn't want him thinking it's like present day, even though it kind of is. Hmm. Um, so, so, does, so she doesn't tell yeah. him right away that it's not present day. She tries to explain, but it's not like they could like he didn't understand or um, oh. like processed it because his feelings for her were the same hmm. as hers but they were it's complicated because of the older sister involved in what as well um and so basically the whole book is kind of centered around like this super fake but not fake relationship if that makes any sense whatsoever it actually does it actually does yeah okay yeah Hmm. so as you can imagine they end up like actually like reciprocating like the same feelings or whatever um so she realizes his her feelings for him towards the end of the book and then it ends with her writing him a letter from current day and getting ready to send it to him right then and there or like give it to him and mm-hmm. that's how the first book ends then the second book opens with her running into another person who received the letters um this was someone that she was like childhood friends with and he moved away. So she just didn't see him anymore, mm-hmm. but she ends up going and volunteering at a nursing home with him. And so they end up getting close because of that in the second book. And so it's kind of second book's kind of like the battle between the two guys in a sense. Um, hmm. So she's actually kind of interesting. So book one, yeah. so book one, the letters get sent out. She, she ends up mm-hmm. at the end of the book, realizing that she likes one of the, her older sister's boyfriend's ex, older sister's ex-boyfriend, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. ends with her about to tell him that she really actually likes him. It ends with her telling Peter about to tell Peter that Peter's the one that's not her sister's boyfriend. It's her fake boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Okay. Super complicated and tr like the explaining process of it. Hmm. But yeah. I'm, I'm then, wondering, I'm, I'm now like wondering if the author like actually went through this and was just like, hmm, I'll just write my I own. know, like, right, like where would you come up with that idea? Like it's complicated and random and whatever, but you know, why not? <laughs> Could be fun. Um, yeah, I feel like that would be so stressful though, like going through something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And second book is The Battle of the Two guys because right before she's like she tells peter about her feelings and she sees the other guy and she's like shoot but she still tells peter and it's just like this big old mess because she's trying to figure out which one she prefers i guess hmm. and then yeah at that one at the end of that one peter wins and then the third book is kind of like it's good don't get me wrong but it's just kind of basic if mm -hmm. i have to say that it's just her getting ready to go to college slash going to college and trying to figure out what to do with her relationship when she goes to college. And so it's just like, it can be summed up in a sentence. It's kind of just basic. So but the first book is so definitely the whole thing is just a giant complicated teen romance. Basically. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. But it's become extra famous because Netflix made movies after it and they just came out with the second one and they are working on the third one i believe hmm when netflix yeah. when netflix did the movies did they actually do like a decent job with it or did they just completely screw it up they did a relatively okay job i mean it's not like perfect because they took out a couple scenes that were really like fun um and they did give her like more of a social life i'd say in the movie because like in the book she's only really close with her sisters mm -hmm. and no one really at school but in the movie she has um she has like two or three friends that she can talk to and kind of relate to at school so there's that because nobody um, nobody wants to watch a movie about a poor depressed kid with no friends but a whole bunch of exes <laughs> right yeah <laughs> so there's that but um, and then they changed why her sister sent out the letters to in the movie just yeah. to kind of make her seem not as bad or whatever. And then in the movie, all five, like, she had sent out six letters, but her sister's ex and Peter, like, and another one, they all confront her about it all within, like, the next, like, five minutes, whereas in the book, it's, like, they confront her about it within like different days even if not weeks so it's just like spread hmm. out more so in the book whereas in the movie it's like right then and there which makes sense because it is a movie but yeah there's that hmm it sounds interesting i don't know yeah it sounds like something i don't know female <laughs> would certainly enjoy oh yeah i think i read that book in middle school and then i continued to read it as it became available online those books like that you read in like middle school and then go back and read in high school those are always like the good ones or the ones yeah. that you can like read through through the years and still always enjoy going back and reading right because there's like there's those Especially books with, that, yeah. yeah no you were saying 
oh, it's just, she's so socially awkward in a lot of the scenes and like just throughout the whole thing. Home and so it's like, you're reading everywhere. it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but I was just, when I read it in middle school, it was like my first time going to public school in eighth grade. And so when I read it, I was like totally relating to like everything she was doing and saying, because like, it was my first time having like, not being homeschooled, if that makes sense. No, yeah. But okay. Cause yeah, I, I've actually never, I've never been to a public school or private school. So yeah, I've been homeschooled all my life. But yeah it's being homeschooled is great it is it is although i will say to our audience it is not like you think we cannot just like take a day off whenever we want and just not do school (laughs) like that's not a thing we still have homework we have to get done (laughs) (laughs) yeah i think i feel like there's like the split homeschool community there's like the ones that have a super tight rigid schedule and then there's the ones that are just like yeah i'll get it done when i have to yeah. I mean, I get it done when I have to. I don't have like a super tight schedule, but I do like, I typically like right. plan out my week and all. So that way I, right, have, yeah. I have what I need. But Yeah. You see, we were the homeschool family that like we had our homeschool stuff to do. And at the end of the year, we still had half of our books. And so we decided like half of our school work, work to do. And so we just moved on. <laughs> yeah. No, we, <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I typically try, what we do is we do um, a homeschool co-op. So it's like, we, it's basically yeah. like you meet two days a week for classes and then like, right. you know, teachers teach a class and then give you homework for the next week. So for several yeah. years, for like the first two or three of my high school years, um, I did that and just stuck with doing that. And that way I managed to mm-hmm. keep up with most of my school. There was like one or two classes I did at home. Um, right. But, Although yeah, I have to say, the ones I did at, although the too. ones I did at home, I never really actually finished. I don't think I ever, <laughs> I don't think I ever finished like my seventh grade grammar class. But. Yeah. Or yeah, for me, it's always the science classes. I always forget to do those. Oh, I love science. Science I have fun with. But. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but now, now, I don't know. We're both, we both I don't, um, do Liberty. And so. Yeah do that that's been good it has been good it helps with everything well i guess i will explain my series then if you're yeah oh yeah i'm done (laughs) you said it it sounds fun it sounds interesting so it's yeah teenage romance yeah yeah for sure complicated teenage romance oh yeah (laughs) because nobody wants to just read a generic teenage romance story Oh, yeah. You finish, you read that, like, for 10 minutes, and you're like, okay, this is, like, every other person's life. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah. The Twilight series. <laughs> well, I mean, that one was, like, iffy, but I don't know. I hated how they turned that one into a movie. Like, that one was terrible, but. I, I haven't, I haven't watched yeah. it. I don't do Twilight. I, I don't do, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't do it. <laughs> it's not my thing. Yeah. I, I thought right. it was really funny. There was a friend of mine, and he said he was at church, and his mom and a couple other moms were, like, sitting around talking, and they all started talking at mm-hmm. church about how amazing the Twilight series was, and it was <laughs> it was really funny, because he was, like, some of them was, like, he said there was one lady who was, like, literally, like, 60 or 70 years old who was sitting there, like, talking uh-huh. about how amazing the Twilight series was, and he's, like, I, <laughs> he's, like, I'm leaving, <laughs> but... It is a lot more complicated than this one, I'd say. 
it's just it's it borders on like sci-fi romance i guess yeah if yeah hmm. but i don't know that one's that one's iffy um but yeah hmm well, so for the Giver series, the one that I chose, there are four books. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess I'll just kind of go through. And so book one is called The Giver. What a surprise. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, but basically The Giver is about, it starts kind of with a boy growing up. And so every year mm-hmm. the boy, or every, every year, um, there's like a big ceremony in which everybody moves up a year, basically, until you're 12. And then after you're 12, nobody really cares about your age. So it's like you you turn 12 and you're basically an adult and there's like elders oh. and, the, and they give you a job. And so you have that job. And then you keep living with your parents for a little bit until you, you are assigned a spouse. And then once you're assigned a spouse. Wait, you're like assigned a spouse? Yes. Like you can't choose? Nope, you don't get a pick. Everything oh. is chosen by this like community of elders. So your job is chosen by a community of elders. Your family is chosen by a community of elders. Um, whenever, oh, whenever you wow. want, whenever you want kids, whenever you want kids, the community they have this thing called. There's like there's like a birthing center, and then there's like a nursing center, basically. And so one of the jobs that they'll assign people to is like birth mother. And so their job is they have three babies, and then those babies go to the nursing center. And then they're raised until they're one. And then every year at this big ceremony, if you apply for a child, then they'll wait until they find the right child for you. And then this community will assign you a child. And so each family, each family unit is made up of a mom, a dad, and then a boy and a girl. Although you don't have to have kids. So you could just have a mom and a dad, or you could just have one boy or one girl. But the max number for a family unit is one boy and one girl. And so, yeah, that sounds very controlling. It is. It is. It's based in the future. And so, oh, okay. Yeah. And so there, it's, it's kind of like a dystopian kind of thing. And so, oh, okay, that makes if sense. the story follows this boy called Jonas and he, you know, mm-hmm. goes through his ceremony of the 12 or ceremony or whatever. And mm-hmm. in the ceremony, instead of getting assigned to like a normal job, like everybody else, at first, um, the person assigning jobs completely skips it. And it's like the whole audience is like, whoa, Weird. what just happened? Because a mistake never happens. Um, and then she ends up coming back and is like, well, we have chosen him to be the next giver. And he's like, what's that? Um, and so she's like, she's like, I can't say, but here's your like instructions. Everybody, once they're assigned a job, they get like a notepad full of instructions. And so he goes home and reads them and mm-hmm. is told to report to this building the next day. And so he goes there the next day and it's this old man and he's like, so I'm the giver. And what I'm supposed to do is I give you all of the memories of the past. And so he kind of starts and basically what happens is nobody else in the entire community has any memories of anything except for their own life. Like they don't even know what animals were. Um, really it's it's all taken out and like because everything is so controlled and focused so there's no animals Mm -hmm. there's no um there's not even color like everybody has been basically like they all live in kind of like the same dull shade of gray they all see the same color 
So like there's no red wow. shirt or blue shirt or anything like that. It's all just the same thing. And so Jonas, his gift is he can see color. Um, oh, okay. Like the first time it happens, he's like, it, it just kind of like starts happening in flashes. It's like the first time it happens, he's on the playground throwing an apple back and forth with one of his friends. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. the apple just kind of changes in midair and he can see that it's red and then it kind of changes back. And this kind of happens right. as it goes on. And then when he's given to the giver to become the next one, the giver starts giving him memories. And so what he does is he'll have him kind of lay down and then he'll just kind of put his hands on his like back or wherever, you know, and then transfer mm -hmm. the memory. So then Jonas can actually like see kind of stuff in the past. Like the first memory he gives him is a memory of sledding because there's no hills either. It's all just completely flat. And so he's like sitting on top of a hill in this memory. And then he, you know, takes a sled and slides down. And then right. he's like, well, that's fun. And then they, they also don't have snow. Everything is always the same, like temperature and everything. It's all controlled. And so it kind of, as time goes on, he gets more and more memories. And so like it starts with like, you know, fun memories, but then it changes. And so like, he's getting memories of like old wars. So like, you know, one memory, he's like in the middle of like World War II or whatever. And so he finds out that kind of like the reason everything is the same is because there was wars and whatnot. And so the community decided that it would be easier if everybody was the same and if everything was controlled and that way you would never have to worry about anything like that happening again. And so the book right. kind of progresses. And while this is going on, his father, who works at the nursing center, there's this small boy there who is having a lot of mm -hmm. trouble. And what they do whenever anybody like doesn't fit in or has trouble is they, they call it releasing them, but they basically kill them. Um, but like, so like the old, like once you reach a certain age, they release you. Or once you, if you're like a baby and you're having issues, they release you. Or if they're, if you screw up, if you get like three mistakes, they release you. And oh so, but like, he doesn't know this Jonas doesn't until the giver shows him a video of his father releasing a small child um basically an abortion and so oh when he when he realizes this he's like oh my gosh this is wrong and so he finds mm -hmm. out that his father is going to release this small child who has been kind of growing up with them because he's been having issues and so he's got really attached to him and so when he finds this out, what he decides to do is he decides to run away. And so he takes the child and leaves his community. And then the book ends with him like coming inside of another town. And so, but huh. what happens when he leaves the community is because he had all those memories. They were mm -hmm. also, those memories were released back into his community, basically. So then like everybody in oh, his so community everyone got, them. got those memories. At least that's what's assumed. You know, because like it doesn't, it doesn't tell you in the first book. It doesn't, it doesn't like explicitly state it. Right. And so, anyways, the first book ends with him coming inside of this other community. Mm -hmm. So, book two, you start. And when I started, I was like super confused because it does not pick up with Jonas. It starts really? in this whole other community that's totally different with a girl. And so you're like, hmm. Huh. And so at least, let's see. Book two is Gathering Blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So <laughs> the second book is called Gathering Blue. And what it's about is it's this girl in this other community and her mother dies giving or her mother dies of a sickness. And so then when that happens, she's basically going to be forced to like leave. Um, and anybody who leaves basically dies. It's kind of is how it's looked at. It's like if you have to leave this you know, community, then you'll die. And it's not, uh, it's, right. it's a totally different community though. It's not at all like the one that Jonas grew up in. So there's like no, there's like no elders or anything like that. There, well, there kind yeah. of is, there's like a council, but then like people, people see color, people don't have, um, there's animals and people live in like different states of poverty and whatnot. So there's like, there's like the swamp people who they're kind of like the slums basically. And then there's just kind of like right. the normal people. And then there's the council. So anyway, she ends up going to the council and pleading to not be left. And they end up taking her in because she can sew or knit. She can do something along those lines really well. <laughs> and so they take her in and her job is going to be to fix this like special cloak that is worn every year at this big ceremony. Mm -hmm. And this cloak basically tells the history of everything so it kind of like it starts off and like kind of has like its own little creation story written on it and then kind of goes on and tells of you know wars and you know times of peace and everything and then kind of like right. the top of it is blank and it will be her job to kind of fill in that history and mm -hmm. so she's going along and doing that and her best friend is a boy and he mm -hmm. his job is um he lives in the slums, but he's always kind of goofy or whatever. He's like, right. he's literally like if, if any of these characters were my spirit animal, he would be the one like he, he's hilarious. There's like, there's mm -hmm. one, there's one part in the book and it's, it's really funny. He's like, he, he's forced to come inside um, this like council and she's like, come on in, you can just hang out or whatever. And then he like, right. she's like, but you need to take a bath. And he's like, no, and goes running out. And it's like telling all of his friends how narrowly he escapes taking a bath or whatever <laughs> and I was just like that's right. funny but anyways mm -hmm. so the one color that they don't have is blue and so huh. like they can see like the color blue but like the color thread they don't have and so she okay. really wants blue to kind of be able to use this to be able to fill in this um blank space on the cloak and so kind of as things go on, you realize that they're actually, they can, this council is kind of controlling everything, even mm -hmm. though it's kind of behind the scenes. So it's not as upfront as in this other village. And so there's kind of like, there's some corruption going on. And her father, mm -hmm. who was assumed to have been killed by beasts out hunting years ago, she finds out that there's no such thing as beasts. Um, they're basically like, there's woods and the men will go off to hunt, but whenever right. people die out there they say it's beasts but really it's just they go out in the woods and hunt but if there's anybody that is a threat to anybody or is a threat to the power of anybody they just kill them and say oh. beasts killed them um and so her father was supposedly killed by beasts years ago well she ends up she's mm -hmm. training the ceremony happens after the ceremony her best friend the boy had run off a while ago and so he comes back during the ceremony and he's got wow. blue cloth um, hmm. and so she's like where did you get that and he's like well i just kept walking and walking and walking until i came to this community 
and they had blue cloth. I even brought back a man with a blue shirt. And so she ends up going back to her room and this man is there and they end up talking and she finds out that it is her father who actually survived getting attacked. And so he tells Whoa. her of this community where he managed to survive. When he got attacked though, his eyes were like um, messed up and so he's blind. And oh, so okay. he ends up going back and then taking the boy with him and he goes back. Hmm. So then the book basically ends with her staying at the village to help kind of like set things right, basically, and help people realize right. how everything had been going down. And then the boy and her father go back to this other community because the boy wanted to go back. And then she agrees to come back with them in the future. And so oh, book okay. three kind of ends like that. Um, book or no, book two ends like that. Book three picks up and it's called Messenger. And it's the story of this boy who was her friend. And so he ends up, he's grown up kind of here. It skips a couple of years into the future. And then as this is going on, you realize that he has a gift as well. And so like, you're kind of realizing that all these different people have specific gifts. So like Jonas right, can see yeah. color. He had this gift called seeing beyond where he could basically see kind of like, so like he could basically like picture in his head, somebody else and what they were going through. So like, um in book three he ends up like picturing this boy and like can see where he is and what he's doing and so that's his gift he can do this thing called seeing beyond and then this um other kid her best friends i honestly cannot remember his name and it's really annoying i keep trying to remember it, but i can't but and he can do this thing called veering and basically what it is is he can go he can basically get inside somebody's head. Um, so like he can feel their thoughts, kind of see, see what they're, see what through their eyes and hear their thoughts, uh, which is really cool. So he can get into people's thoughts. Yes. Let's huh. see. I'm trying to, okay, there we go. All right. His name is Maddie. I just looked it up because I can't <laughs> remember. <laughs> so Kira is the main character from book two. From gathering blue and then maddie is the one from book three so anyways maddie he is the one who can kind of see he can veer into other people's heads basically and so his job is he goes through there's like this big forest between kira's village the girl from book two and then his village and his job is to kind of go back and forth and take messages between these different communities and villages but right between it is this huge forest and right. so in book three, this forest kind of, you start realizing that there's like evil in this forest. And there's also this thing called the trade market in book three, in mm -hmm. which this guy comes and basically, instead of trading for like normal things, he takes like a part of you, basically. So like, not, like not part of your personality or like basically part of your personality. Of yeah. Your so body. like, so like one of the guys, one of the guys in the book makes a trade and he trades his like the better part of himself for this woman so and so he starts like wow. becoming he starts becoming younger like so he looks you know he starts becoming more fit he always had like this bald mm -hmm. spot he starts growing hair again he had this weird birthmark <laughs> on his face the birthmark disappears but then when all that happens he also starts becoming like mean and cranky and loses like 
the nice part of himself. So he so basically what? trades in his like good part of himself so that way he won't be bald and so that way he's more attractive. So he looks good, yeah, basically. So interesting. <laughs> so this guy, so this like trade master basically has the power to do this. And so book three hmm. ends up with Maddie, kind of the messenger, realizing that this forest that has always become that has always been there is becoming more like evil. And then also the trade master, because of all the trades that people have made, the village starts becoming evil, I guess. And so they're like, this village has always in the past been open to new people, but they're like, they want to close off the village and nobody else can come in. And so Maddie is sent to get Kira from book two. So that way she can make it back. But Hmm. the, the forest that he has to travel through is evil. And so when he's kind of like going through the forest is getting, you know, darker and like, Things mm-hmm. actually, like, the forest is actually starting to attack him. It's like vines are sticking out, trying to get him, you know. And so he gets Kira, and they're heading back. And as they're going back, he starts, you know, more and more starts happening. Um, and then it ends up, the very end of the book is Jonas from book one, who also lived in this village. You, he's, mm-hmm. he's more of a main character in this book now. So, like, you kind of realize this is the village that he came to, and it's the same village that Kira's father was at. And it's just kind of like a village of broken people, basically. And so, anyways, he ends up going to rescue Kira and Maddie, who are lost in this forest, basically. And Uh, then Maddie ends up using the last of his power to save Kira and Jonas. And so Kira and Jonas make it out of the forest alive, and Maddie basically banishes evil, but ends up dying in the process. Oh and so gosh, that's the so that's the end of book three, and yes, it is really sad because you get really attached to Maddie. Right, because he's the fun best friend, right? Yeah. Oh gosh, that's so sad. So then, book four is goes somewhere else again and goes to a new character, and this new character, oh. um, I'm uh, I can't remember her <laughs> name. All of a sudden, I literally read this series like three weeks ago. And I cannot remember it. I can remember like the main, jeez, character analytics. Like a basic name or like a no, more complex? Maddie, reader, Kira, mentor, seer, gene, frolic, woman. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. And so also there's kind of like this minor like a little bit of a romance between Maddie and this other person in the village. And then, (laughs) so like you start like really liking both of these people and then Maddie ends up dying. And so you're like really sad about this other character too. Right. Okay. That makes sense. So, Oh, that's what it was. So book four (laughs) is called son and the main character is Claire Mm -hmm. and book four goes back to the original village that Jonas is from. Oh, okay. The boy who was in the book, in the first one that Jonas rescued named Gabriel, he ends up going, Mm -hmm. and Claire is his mother. You know how I mentioned earlier that, like, there's, like, the birthing center and then, like, the nursing home kind of thing? She ends up leaving the village that she was birth mother in because there was stuff there. So she ends up leaving it like the same nights that Jonas leaves with Gabriel. 
Um, oh, okay. She leaves on a ship, but then the ship is shipwrecked, and so she's the only survivor, and she washes up on this island in which she has mm -hmm. to basically climb a cliff to get out. And so a good chunk okay. of the book is her, like, training to be able to climb this cliff. And then hmm. it moves on from there. She makes it out of the cliff. At the top of the cliff, though, is this guy, and it's the trade master from book three. And so he ends up trading for her youth. So then she, like, she's, like, 20 when she moves out of there or when she mm -hmm. off the top of the cliff and, like, basically instantly ages to, like, 60 once she makes this trade. Wow. And so, but she ends up making it, and then it switches to her son's point of view, Gabriel's point of view. And so his, um, he's kind of growing up there, and he realizes that she's his mom. Or she, he, he ends up getting told that, like, at the very end of the book, and then he ends up going and killing this trade master, who is basically, like, the embodiment of evil. And so into right. the, the book, Claire ends up, you know, being whole again, and being young again, mm -hmm. and then the trade master is killed, and evil is banished, and all that. Wait, so what did she trade? Because her punishment was to be old. Yes, so she, so, she so like, she what traded, did she trade? She wanted to be able to see her son again. Because she oh, so is she blind? Like, did she start no, off blind? No, she wasn't. She wasn't blind. She just didn't know where her son was. And so she traded. Oh, okay. That traded makes to be able so to much go sense. to the village, see Gabriel, her son. Oh, did I ever mention? Yeah, okay. that, her, that's her son's name, Gabriel. Um, so she right. traded to be able to go to this village to see her son, but she traded her youth. Oh. Okay, that makes sense. So, anyways, that's the series. Sounds so good. It's, it's really, it's really cool. Very it's complex. got, it's a very complex series, and it. The one thing, the, the author always leaves you on this, like, almost cliffhanger, but not exactly, and then, like, never basically picks up after the cliffhanger. Oh, that's So, like, worst. it's kind of, like, But, like, up. it's, it's, like, it's great, but it's also, like, kind of leaves it to your imagination, I guess. Right? Yeah, until you read the next book, and then she kind of, like, roundabout mm -hmm. tells you what happened. Like, book one ends with him coming mm -hmm. inside of the village, but then you don't even figure right. out what happened until book three in which you know he's mentioned again and then you find out that he's become like right. you know the leader of this other village right. and then that's like how you know an author's good because they'll tie in things from like the first book to like the whatever after book like just to kind of keep you like guessing yeah until they kind of tell you yeah but it's it was it was it's really interesting it's really cool though yeah but it's a good series. It's one. It's one that I've really enjoyed. So. Yeah, it sounds great. I think there is a movie. I've been meaning to watch it actually. I don't know. It would be. In I've often thought about how hard it would be to like make a movie out of it. Right, and I, from the looks of it, I think there's only one. Yeah, there so is like, a movie. I just looked it up. Be curious to see if it's like trying to tie up all the books into one book into like one movie or if it's like just the first book i don't know i would hope that it's not but i'm also <laughs> kind of like curious as to how like because like i mentioned everybody yeah. sees in one color mm -hmm. so i'm curious how would like, they how they would do how that they would. right 
and like everybody I don't know I'm gonna go watch that later now <laughs> yeah let's see is it on then it's yeah on, yeah it's pg-13 it is on amazon mm-hmm um, huh taylor oh, swift's in it oh gosh <laughs> that does not sound like a positive reaction i i am not a huge fan of taylor swift um her music or her as an actor both actress both her music That's especially fair. her music especially but <laughs> i'm just not a huge fan of taylor swift period so yeah, you're going to offend like majority of your listeners right now no no i won't <laughs> like um, if, if we're on this you know what y'all i don't i don't like beyonce either so <laughs> taylor swift beyonce yeah, I y'all mean, are gonna hate me but whatever I mean, I don't mind Beyonce, but I just, I'm not a fan of her music for myself personally, but like, yeah, it's whatever. Yeah. Well, I think that is all we really had for this episode. I think um, so. So, anyways, we hope, I hope y'all enjoyed this. And if you have any like suggestions or if you have, if you want to do something like this, then feel free to email at scaleofeverythingofficial at gmail.com, and I will definitely get back with you. Um, we'd, I'd love to have more guests, love to have more people on. Like I said, we've got, I've got a couple more guests lined up, but you know, always looking for new people. If you have any ideas on stuff we could do for an episode, then hit us up with that as well. And special thanks to Michaela for coming on. No problem. It's been it's been a lot of fun having you, and I hope the audience has enjoyed Thank you. this. So, if yeah, you have I any hope so. Questions about the giver or to all the boys I've loved before, then hit hit me up, and we we'll, we can get those answered if we didn't explain everything thoroughly enough. But yeah, but yeah, thank you very much, and I guess I will see y'all next week. Oh, 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 oh,